listening to the Lone Star Play podcast with your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. How's your day going, man? Oh, just starting. All right. I've got on. a debate. I'm way behind on my schedule this month, and I've got a debate on Saturday that I haven't begun writing yet. Oh, um, no. What's, what's that about? Oh, which is better for society? Islam or atheism? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking about taking the angle at, uh, well, you may as well just ask which is better for society to, you know, the freedom to do what we want or, or to, be, or to be forced in an imposition to, you know, believe the lies we tell you and follow the norms we give you and take all your freedoms away because that's what religion always does. Yeah, that's a, what an that's an interesting debate, right? Because one is like a belief in nothing, and the other is a hard belief in something. A belief know? in nothing. Well, atheism, right? You just know is not no a belief. belief. Is not a belief. Correct. Correct. Right. Not a belief. That's that's very different than a belief, a belief in, in nothing. nothing. Correct. You're right. I, I apologize. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but you know what I meant. So thank you for correcting yeah. me. Yes, that, that is what I meant. The reason I didn't identify as an atheist when I was a child was because I was lied to and told that atheism was a belief in nothing. Yeah, and that's I a didn't... good point, actually. That's actually a great point. <laughs> yeah, good good distinction. No, you're right. You're right. I, I misspoke. Um, I, I definitely didn't mean it that way. Um, yeah, that, that's exactly what I meant. It's nothing. It's It's just... The, yeah, the, the yeah. answer to the question, you know, do, do you believe God or, you know, this is the God I believe in. And I say, I don't believe you. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's such an odd conversation um, sometimes, even talking about something that isn't a belief can even right, even someone as me who has that quote unquote belief or non-belief, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. um, I still, I still even get confused on how to say it, right? Like, how I word it to people sometimes, uh, which is odd, right? It's such an odd, um, I don't know. It's an odd non-belief to have, I guess. I wish it didn't have a word to be, to be frank. I, I wish it didn't have a word because it seems odd that it has a definite, like a word and a definition if it's nothing. Does that make sense? I don't know. Am I off on that? I, I missed something in that entirely. Can atheism, like why, like why does atheism even exist as a word? Like why do we define it if it's literally nothing? Like a belief, not a belief in nothing, but it's nothing. It's just like. Well, let's look at the word theism, right? Okay. Theism is the, is the, 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 the assumption and imposed belief that a God exists and everywhere culturally politicians and theologians are we recording already because this is good yes yeah 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 okay. I'm, I'm already recording yeah um historically uh politicians and theologians have been terribly concerned with the question do you believe in our god and that, that was forced upon you that you must believe in our god uh when and it's not the thing that, that would that would exist if there really was a God, you wouldn't have theism if there really was a God, because it wouldn't, one, you wouldn't have a bunch of different religions all conflicting with each other, certainly not going to war against each other, and absolutely not with both of them claiming that their God is on their side, right? There would be one God, everybody <laughs> yeah. would know who that God is, and you wouldn't have to believe it at all, because faith is make-believe. It's pretending that there's a God. I mean, it's not, I, I've often said that, that 
that, that some people think that that uh, having a relationship with Lord Krishna or with Jesus is like having a magic imaginary friend. No, it's not like that. That's exactly what it is. And atheism means that you, you know all of these uh, all of these other different groups they're playing different games of pretend, and some of them have different lingo, and some of them have different costumes. And sometimes it's um it's like a contra it's like a combination or uh, a contrast between whether you like Star Wars or Star Trek. But what if you don't like science fiction at all? What if you're not playing any kind of pretend game? What if you just no thank you? I'm just going to be in reality. I don't need pretend. That's atheism. I'm you know I I'm not buying anybody's bullshit. I'm not walking around. I'm not the pretender. Correct. So sort yeah, of just like the not pretender. Not pretending. Okay, I like. I actually like that. I, I never heard a, a, it it put that way. I mean, essentially, we're all born atheist, right? <laughs> and then we're, you know, either influenced or not, or or affected by that influence, I should say, or not. Yeah. And, the, debate and, right. got, the debate I've got this weekend is so confusing because you know which is better for for society. And you notice when you when when you get a religious believer, you don't compare theism in general to atheism no it's always their particular religion pretend that all of the other religions don't exist correct that's a great we, we can't even yeah. think about all those other religions yeah but why why would we have a religion at all you know it, it, certainly if there was a, if there was really a god we wouldn't have all of these and so when when they talk about you know which is better for society islam or atheism well let's first yep first you have to look at theism versus atheism and theism is always an imposition it's always a denial of human rights it's always believing things that are not evidently true and having those beliefs forced upon you but then when you get into islam now when you've got a, a whole other particular set that is that is especially egregious to a lot of people sure so, I'm just getting fired up for the thing I haven't written yet, but I'm not, that's a <laughs> flavor for how it's going to go when I do write it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hey, maybe this will, uh, you know, give you some ideas um, for it. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I think it I think it did because I didn't know what to say before, and now I definitely do. I don't know if I actually need to write. I just, <laughs> I can just get I feel like you've done off. so much of these. Yeah, I feel like honestly, <laughs> if there's anyone that could do it, it's you. Let's be real. You've got enough information up here to go off for hours, I would imagine, without ever having to touch a note or or anything, um, uh, for sure. So, well, no, that's exciting. Um, you know, I'm, I'm curious what you think about this. So, my I have a really good friend of mine, Dave, who is um, uh, he he's he would he would categorize himself as not religious, but um, a believer, spiritual. A Christian, yeah, a Christian believer, spiritual, but he doesn't follow the mainstream christian narrative you know he has a lot of problems with things are up he's very much you live your life i i live mine you know that yeah, that's I, really I used valid. to call myself that too and I, I think now it's a it's a code word for i don't i don't care i don't do my homework i don't study this i'm not even interested in the topic sure that I just could be i just don't want to be, bothered. Could be it too. go away and leave me alone i'm you know i'm that's pretty much it. Look, let me be me. This is what I believe. If it's ridiculous or not, I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not out here saying, give me money. I'm just, this is my thing. And I'm like, <laughs> cool. No problem. You know, we have taught, we have debates twice, two, three times a week, but we're friends, right? We've been friends for close to 30 years. So there's a strong bond there to be able to have these uh, conversations. But something always tells me that's interesting. I, I'm curious your thought about it is He's like, well, what if just all the gods are really just, it's the same God, right? And everyone just misinterpreted it the wrong way. I don't know. What, what do you think of 
Well, that, that that's comment. an interesting one because that's come up to me. That was one of the first arguments I remember. One of the first apologetics I remember dealing with when I was a kid. Uh, and it and the interesting thing was that it's it's dealing with comparative religions, which we were just talking about. Yeah. So the notion that all the different religions are like, you know, you got five different guys who blind guys, and they are all examining an elephant. One has his trunk, one one has a tusk, one has a leg, one has a tail, you know, and they're all and they're all feeling that part of the elephant. And they're going to just try to describe what the elephant is. Well, what that analogy then is an admission that they're all wrong. If there was a God, every one of those religions is wrong. Yeah. So why do we have religion? Why do we, why do we identify with a specific religion? Why not say, okay, well, the, maybe the Christians got some things right. And maybe the, maybe the Muslims and maybe the Hindus got, a, got maybe a bunch of things right. But you can't do that. Because a religion means that you're restricted just to this, this, this blasphemy, heresy, and apostasy have always been treated as, you know, historically, as capital crimes worthy of the death, death penalty. So you yeah. can't have independent thought. You can't examine sure. these things any different way than, than, than the way we tell you. If you deviate from what we tell you to believe, that's heresy. Yet if you tell us you don't believe at all, that's blasphemy or apostasy, <laughs> yeah. depending on yeah. how you say it. And we'll kill you either way. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I, yeah, I can't argue with that. Uh, yeah, that's the sad part about it. Um, what do you think about all this talk? Um, you know, speaking of that sort of intense, right, um, sort of draw line in the sand, what do you think of all this talk of all these politicians, especially on the right? I think it's only been on the right who have been saying, like, I'm sick of all this separation of church and state. Uh, that's been a real, real conversation that's been coming up a lot on the right uh, politically. I'm curious what you think of that. That scares the hell out of me to hear that. I, that's what I've been dealing with uh, throughout the entire length of my activism. When I started doing this roundabout Y2K, it was because Republicans... Christian conservatives were determined to erode the separation of church and state. They were, they wanted to specifically, and they were stating up front and outright yeah. that yeah. they wanted to establish a theocracy. And the first yeah. group that I was talking with, uh, talking with got me more charged up than, than other groups probably <laughs> would have because they were reconstructionists and they were bragging about how many, judges and senators and school board members and such they had already elected by voting as a block where all oh their God. ministers would get on the phone with other ministers so then they would just tell their congregations how to vote so the whole congregation votes exactly the same way everybody and that's that's what churches have been doing right i mean it's illegal sure. but that's and it's unconstitutional but that's what they did yeah so and why why are they tax exempt they're supposed to be tax exempt for the reason that they won't do that, but they are doing that. Correct. So I think yes. that religions not, not only should be taxed, I think they should be fined as fraudulent because they all are. Yeah. And I definitely these agree with the tax thing. that they wanted to establish a theocracy uh, to overturn Christ. our democratic Republic, oh uh, throw away the constitution and establish oh a theocracy that, that would enforce Levitical law. Jesus. Can you imagine? Levitical. No, I, 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 I honestly, I don't even think most, 
honestly, Christians or what would even want that, right? I, I really don't think um, most people would ever want that, even if you're a believer. I can't see how you would. Um, yeah, that's scary. And and just to hear some of these who are pretty popular on the right, you know, they're pretty Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, um, just some different whatever senators and Congress people saying, yeah, man, this church, this separation of church and state is really whatever. And even the right wing influencers starting to spread this, you know, plant the seeds of, well, they didn't, the founders didn't really mean separation of church, right? They're just start, trying to slowly erode what our idea of that is so that it's easier to potentially take away from us, um, which is scary. When I started my activism, it was against the Texas Board of Education. And their their thing was not just their attacks on science, you know, by, by refusing to teach evolution or misrepresenting evolution. It was worse than that. It was also what they were doing in sex education and in social studies, actually. The most damage was being done in social studies, where they had eliminated any non-white um role models for example so they they made it made it out to look like everybody that did anything important was a christian man a white christian man right and that's that there there was nobody else Uh, so they at at one point they were trying to uh, remove references to thomas jefferson and replace him with jefferson davis the president of the confederacy (laughs) who used the bible to justify slavery and some wow. of these people were were in favor of that sort of thing. I've I've heard Republicans advocate for the for the reestablishment of slavery. No shit. Holy Jesus Christ! It, it was on the ballot this year. Wow. I had yeah. Not so heard there were that. people voting for slavery what? this year. What the? So fuck? It, you talk about going backwards. Yes, you know, going backwards. Everything religion has always been a, an obstacle or an impediment or or a reverse of every progress we've ever made in any application that it has ever touched absolutely so, so yeah. it's authoritarian right like even this and right wing authoritarian it, by design right? yes by is. design it is exactly and we fight so much against that it's such an odd thing like how do you balance that in your heart and say well i'm an american god bless america like what i, I don't it doesn't make sense <laughs> to me but right what like, does it even mean to be in america when, when you <laughs> I feel you're right. Freedom, right? Yeah. <laughs> At least I know I'm free, but you're but you're advocating against your own freedom, Correct. because the the Republican conservative Christian right is always trying to take rights away. Right. Recently, Limit they they you. took away Roe versus Wade, right? So that was yes. a woman's rights to woman's right to choose. They've Huge. they've always been since the fifties. They've been trying to minimize uh, voting rights. They've been trying to make it more and more difficult, especially for my own minorities and such to vote they they want to deprive rights they don't want gay marriage rights they want special privilege they want if you declare yourself to be a christian you get the t-shirt you get the medallion you get the special coffee mug you get the poster on the wall all of these things that say christian just like you would for the you know your favorite sports sports team because that's all a religion is to these people it's the costume that you wear Right. And now you can call you now you can put yourself in this little collective because you declare yourself this. Well, now you've got special privileges. You've joined the club. And that's all the fuck it is. It has nothing to do with actual factual truth or understanding of anything. Absolutely. What, what do you think about uh, Kanye West's latest comments 
about uh, I, coming out after I, the I Jewish community. I pay as little attention to Kanye West as humanly possible. <laughs> I, I saw I saw something in my news feed this morning that was like a headline that said Kanye West was considered one of the greatest musicians of the modern day. I have been informed that I have in fact heard one of his songs. Gold Digger. Gold Digger, yeah. Yeah. And That's the only it. thing I liked about that song was Jamie Foxx's part. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's great. Oh, yeah, I, I, it, I, I'm not I'm, I'm not in tune to music or movies or any of the modern stuff anymore. I mean, I all my pop culture references are from back when I had the time to watch TV and listen to the radio. I don't anymore and I haven't for many years i mean most movies go go right by without my knowledge uh sure you know, I, so I, I just yeah i mean all i do is all i do is study yeah yeah damn that's it you got to take a time to watch a, a movie here or there no, something I, I, like once in a you know while passion of the christ a yearly watching passion of the christ you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I, I i saw free guy free guy was great that yeah, wasn't I, bad I saw that. Yeah, that but I, I don't I don't take a lot of time to to watch movies. And then, well, well, I saw I, some other thing. I saw some other thing where, where Idris Elba was a genie. And I don't know that the commercial looked like it might be interesting. <laughs> and so I, oh, but that was that. I saw that movie. Yeah, it was um, which is sad because it's. um, Oh, what's that guy's name? The guy that did um, Mad Max um the director it's the same guy I, same, yeah, I, same... I went in with high expectations it looked yeah, like it too. had a big budget i thought the writing was going to mean that there there was there was going to be some great plot twist that the, that the question would be something that you know some that daniel dennett had had spent an hour on a mountaintop or excuse me a, a year on a mountaintop to figure out the the, the question that they're going to write into this and it's going to be really good right yeah. utter tosh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was like what was it called? Three thousand years, something like something that, like right? That, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So that, that that was the only time. I don't I don't know if I saw Free Guy this year or if I saw it last year, but it was the only the only time I saw a movie this year. I think, and wow. it was not even worth seeing. Yeah, no, I hear you. Listen, content is getting uh, oversaturated. There's so much of it. It's it's hard to, you know wrestle through and find the good stuff uh that's out there 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 is some good stuff that's out there but yeah it is a. Uh, and i'd like to, to see find. something that isn't a superhero yeah of course without a because, doubt I mean, look at every movie free guy okay we're yeah. still talking superheroes pretty much uh, yeah and, much. and the one with idris elba has a genie another superhero yeah. Yeah. they're all that way this is where our mythology comes from right it's sure. everybody's a goddamn superhero <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely that's funny because they do like to put these godly figures in these superhero make it about this right these god gods. mythologies yeah it, it, that is interesting right that that is kind of an interesting um take on it you know they, they don't shy away from that but they're also not showing it they also kind of show them evil in a lot of ways in these movies you know as wanting to take over or mistreat right uh I'm thinking of the last Thor that just came out for anybody listening or watching that watched that. That was about that. It was about the gods mistreating and 
you know, them wanting to fight back against them. So I don't know if there's any anything from the writers, you know, subconsciously yeah. putting this stuff in or or whatever. I, uh, I, I, it's hard <clears> for <throat> me to imagine a movie that wasn't about a superhero. And, and and it was one it just for that category first it's not about a superhero hard to imagine that and two that was good now i i liked free guy i thought that was an interesting take sure. and uh ron ryan reynolds is kind of super saturated into everything yeah it's like for sure if you can you have a movie that doesn't have him or dwayne johnson in it yeah <laughs> you know so speaking of right he's got they're about movies right now yeah, and how many of those does he play a superhero? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's literally playing Black Adam right now in the theaters. That's funny. Yeah, that's funny. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And so, when 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 have we seen a movie that was good? You know, they're tough. I I did. I gosh, I'm trying to think of a movie that I saw recently that was good, and I swear there was one. I I just I, that's sad that I can't really just name it off the top of my head. Uh, to be honest with you, yeah, I can't name it off the top of my head. That Free Guy was good. Was what I'm what I'm saying is that it's a it was an original kind of a concept. Yeah, yeah, totally. know, for for a film, the the way at least the way they portrayed it because they we've done you know robots getting sentience and computers with brains before you know like over and over and over again but i, I but I, this was kind of a fresh take uh and i and one of the things that i found interesting about it was how happy he was before he knew anything and so Correct. people talk about when you know atheists you know atheists aren't as happy as believers are and this has been a comment that people have been saying for for centuries. i get it all the time i get it all the time Absolutely. So there was—I don't remember who said it, but somebody said that you know, the point of whether an atheist, whether a a believer is happier than an atheist, is no more to the point than than that a drunk is happier than a sober person. Correct. You know, something like that. So this this the Ryan Reynolds character, who's a who's a non-player character in a video game, but he doesn't know that, is blissfully happy every day of his life until he starts figuring out things, and then he's not happy but then he sort of is he's not happy and then he's then he then he gets charged up and he's, he's excited and then he's depressed because the more you know so some things you find out are not things you want to know yeah and then and yeah. now he's depressed but then he keep he's gets charged up again you know so he accepts his his reality and now he's embraced it and now he's good yeah. okay i'm done with that there was a lot yeah. of things in that movie that i thought would be usable in my videos like there you often hear that you you don't we, god doesn't send you to hell you send yourself to hell and you have free will, right? God, God gave you free will to believe in him or not, gave you absolutely no evidence at all. And is going to kill you or do worse than fate, worse than death. He's going to torture you mercilessly, savagely forever. If you don't believe absolute bullshit for no good reason. And so that, that was illustrated in that movie when this girl pulls out a gun and sticks it to his head and says, Oh no, the choice is totally yours. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. And everybody the in the audience knows that's funny. no, it's fucking not. You put a gun to his head. He doesn't have a choice. Right. <laughs> Correct. That that's the I, I always bring up this analogy. And honestly, you may have told me this analogy on one of our earlier podcasts, but I still use it in conversation where it's like this idea that there's a guy on a horse in the desert, he's out of water, dying. A man comes up with water saying, I'll give you some. All you got to do is suck my dick and you can have the water. Does he really have a choice? Right. That to me is 
what God's choice is to you, right? It's like, love me or go to hell. Well, what kind of choice is that? That's not really yeah. a choice, right? It's not, it's, it's not a choice at all. And these it's, are all things that we know. Sorry to be so graphic on that, uh, um, on that analogy. We've seen exactly that, that, that scene talk, play out in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Which one? Exactly is that, that uh, Chango? It wasn't in the desert with water. It was in the snow and the guy's got a jacket, but I mean, it's. Oh yeah. 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 I know what you mean. Yes. Yes. And, yeah. uh, 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 hateful eight. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. It's not a choice. It's not, I bring that up all the time when, even when my friend Dave is like, yeah, I'm like, dude, you, there's no choice. God is not giving you a choice to believe in him or not. It's not from love. There's no love coming from that. What kind of love is that? What if your, what if your father came to you and said, uh, either love me or I kill you? Yeah. What kind of love? That's not love. What your dad should say, well, if you love me, hopefully cool. If not, uh, I'll earn your love over time. That would be better. Right. Instead of hey. This is this is it. You know, I, I just don't even know why it's almost a power trip from God, right? Like it's not a choice and I'm going to make you choose me. Right? Like it's it's this weird thing. Uh, if he was a really loving God, he'd said really want them to choose on their own. I would say there's two heavens, one with me and one without me. Which one do you want? Right? Then you're going to get people that would love you as a real God. Right? Not that if I hope God that there's a God, but if God really existed, we wouldn't have to have faith. I agree. Uh, absolutely. Faith There'd is be no not question. a path to truth. Certainly a God that actually existed would know that. Yeah, uh, I agree. It, any, any being worthy of worship would not want to be <clears throat> worshipped. But I mean, it would be even more petty if the God demands that you believe exactly. in this particular version of, of God and not that other version of God. Anybody who believes in that other version of God is going to be punished forever. And everybody in that culture thinks they're being godly they've they've sacrificed all that they have to devote their lives to god just the wrong version of god but they don't know that that's the wrong version because you're in the right version you're you're dedicating your life to god and so you know that when you die you're going to be vindicated and they're going to be damned until you die and you realize oh the muslims were right well fuck yeah me. and now yeah. i'm going to hell because right. i said that jesus was the son of god and that is forbidden in the quran Correct. Yeah. So what do much you do? for Pascal's wager, right? Exactly. Which is a which is bullshit anyway. You can't rely on Pascal's wager anyway because, right? God would be like, well, you can't use me as an insurance, you know, like <laughs> ticket when you want to. Like that's not fair, you know. Yeah, so it yeah, it's it's yeah, it just doesn't make Go any ahead. sense. No, no, that's it. I was just gonna say it's it's it all doesn't make any sense, and I I just don't understand why it's so wrong to fall on the belief of I don't know. And I'm okay with not knowing, you know, I, I just don't understand why that's such a bad thing. Uh, we have the honesty to admit what we don't know. Uh, and faith is pretending to know what you don't know. And the, the reality is, is that the faith is also a willful ignorance. So it has more to do with what they won't know because you can't have a rational philosophical scientific conversation with people who have already blotted out they've already decided in advance doesn't matter what the ev what evidence may ever come to rise i'm not going to accept it well there was that one guy on the on the, the movie i think it was called questioning darwin who said that if if he found someplace in the bible that said that two plus two equals five 
he wouldn't question it because it's in the Bible. It's he in the believe Bible. It. Wow. Right. And that's yeah. that that's it. So you have you only have absolute proof in mathematics. So here you have <coughs> proof that you're wrong. But no amount of proof will ever change your mind. You're going to it's it's the height of unreasonable. Right. And this is what's celebrated as a virtue. It's virtuous to believe impossible nonsense for no good reason. And it's virtuous to be completely unreasonable where that is concerned. Those that's that's insanity. And yeah. to impose that onto other people, you have to believe what I tell you exactly the way I tell you. And if you deviate from what I tell you, then we're going to impose harsh punishments on you because God doesn't punish you in the afterlife. No, his self-appointed representatives punish you today <laughs> yeah and later too just fyi you know you get it now and later just so you know it's coming yeah, the whole time you're always hit with yeah. that threat but <laughs> yeah. you're gonna have to live through what we do to you today correct you know, to, we, we're yes. gonna throw you off a building first yeah exactly and then yes. you'll go to hell yeah and then you'll go to hell exactly just eternal damnation again what choice is this it's um yeah, it's a strictly a cult I, I honestly wish more people would like my friend dave uh, because he's very again just this is what i believe i live my life i don't want to make laws his famous quote which i like a lot is you can't govern morality so you can't make laws about morality right he may not believe in abortion he may think it's murder but he would never vote for a law that says you can't get it you know and that's why i appreciate him and i just wish more people were like him in that sense you know well uh, i wouldn't he's just I very wouldn't, open to that i wouldn't package it as governing morality because there are many issues that are not I guess we do it with murder that well they, that's they true down to you know for, for abortions there are issues that are not moral issues that's true that, that medical where, where where the abortion is the thing morally would be the thing to do sure 10 year old girl gets raped she's pregnant uh the fetus is shown to be you know she was raped by her aids infected father the uh the, the fetus is shown not to have a brain Right. And so they know that this thing is going to die within days of birth and that there's, there's nothing can ever get it, it. It's human by its genetics, but not by any other sense. There's nothing sure. human about a brainless body. Yeah. Except if you're Louis Gilmert, if, <laughs> if you're if you're on the Republican Senate, then you can be a brainless body. But <laughs> the moral thing to do would be to not force that small child who's never even developed hips don't force that <clears throat> child to go through an entire term pregnancy for something that can't even live correct or something you can't even adopt out i mean there's and why would you want to allow a life for, you know something that that's that's doomed to death and that's already infected or that has or that is just the product of a criminal mind which means you're reproducing that criminal mind right I mean, dog breeders would destroy whole lots of puppies because they're not exactly what they want, right? They consider themselves more of the kid killing puppies. But we're talking about something that it doesn't even qualify as a baby yet. You know, where we're talking about a, a wad of cells that has a genetic signature that says, okay, well, this is, uh, this is not going to go well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, it, it, the, the argument to me makes no sense to prevent other people from getting an abortion. I just don't get it. If you don't want to do there, it, there's fine, other logistics but, yeah. too. I mean, because if you're going to involve a magistrate in any fucking thing, 
I mean, if you're going to do an abortion, it needs to be expedient. The sooner it's done, the better for everybody, the better for the fetus, the better for everybody, the sooner that it can be done. You want to involve an unnecessary third party that now needs an appointment and a review and an explanation and Absolutely. a judgment. Absolutely. Yes. Fuck. Ridiculous. Yeah, so you, so you can't have, you, you can't involve the government in what must needs be a private decision between a girl and her doctor. I agree. No, I, 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 I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. That people fighting against that makes no sense to me. Again, this idea that, first of all, I don't like the language that's used, right? Pro-life and pro-choice. No, it's pro-choice and anti-choice. We're all pro-life. What the fuck does that mean? I've never liked that terminology, and the Republicans do a good job of marketing that and making it seem like we're about life, you're about death. No, not at all. If you, well, first of all, for Republicans or anybody who supports not, you know, people not having abortion, it's about life, we support life. Okay, then why haven't you adopted 12 kids? Why hasn't, you know, why aren't you out, why aren't we out taking care of social services and all these programs for people if we care about life so much? It's Why did bullshit. you pay for two abortions for two of your mistresses? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ask Herschel Walker, right? Like, oh, no, no more babies. And then another one comes out, right? Like, yes, exactly. Yeah. The hypocrisy there. It's only it's only not good till you need one. Yeah. Till your so, daughter I mean, needs so we one have, or we had your another, sister. Another senator. Yeah. I was in Scotland. I was on a train in Scotland, and we, I was listening to these Scottish people making fun of Americans. So I don't want to say a word because I don't want anyone to recognize my accent <laughs> yeah. as, as they're, as they're making fun of this Republican Senator who is against abortions until it is found out that he, he paid to get his mistress an abortion because he didn't want his wife to find out. So pinnacle of hypocrisy, right? Oh, and you're, you're anti-gay. You think that gays should, should, should be imprisoned or banished from the country or whatever. And then you're caught with a rent-a-boy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So it's, oh, it's, it's just, it's, it's all about taking away other people's rights. It's about, Correct. it's about assuming privilege over other people and imposing right. edicts and control over other people. And, and the most private things you're invading their mind. You're controlling what they can think, what they can believe. Right. Free thought is one of the most fundamental of all human rights, the right to think or believe whatever you do for whatever reason makes sense to you or not to believe that. If it doesn't make sense, you're free to say, hey, that doesn't make sense to me. But in some places in the world, if you say that prisoner, death. that's it. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, to be clear, I want to make sure that I'm, you know, I like to I'm not really into politics as far as like I just hate politics all the way around. I, I don't really like the right or the left, to be honest with you. I just don't like politics. It's just it all seems like they're just trying to right. There's just tribalism and and, and it whatever. Is tribalism. And the first thing to look at is it's not a left versus right thing because bell curve, most of us are down here. Okay, yeah, so exactly. In the opposing view, you're either on the far right or you're on the far left yeah but there's very few people really there's very few people in either of those positions i agree most of us are, are actually down here right yeah. bell curve sure so sure. I, don't, I don't look at it most of the people on the left are very close to the center sure yeah i i honestly don't even like to look at it left or right i i just tell people look if you want to know what i think about something ask me specifically because I, I don't, you know what I mean? Ask me specifically. That's a much better approach. And another thing that people don't see 
is that the bigger issue isn't even the left or right axis. It's the perpendicular axis between authoritarianism and libertarianism, or libertarian in this case is not to be confused with the Libertarian Party, which is exclusively right wing. Uh, libertarianism is literally anti-authoritarianism, meaning yes, okay, people have rights, and yeah, authoritarianism okay. means you do as we say. Correct. And unfortunately, Which that's coming out on the right now too. People are saying that. I saw a very prominent right-wing influencer just use the word. I want an authoritarian. That's who we need to force our Christian law onto everyone. If they won't do it, we're going to force it on them. I was like, did he just say this out loud? Like, yep. holy shit, they're just saying it now. I was yep, like, yeah. God damn, are you kidding me? I saw a young earth creationist evangelical uh, say that uh, he that if he was if he had dictatorial power, he would force everyone. He wouldn't just preserve your right to carry arms. He would force everyone to carry a gun. Jesus Christ! First, that's the, that's the first about. of all, it's that's the dumbest forcing. thing ever, right? Yeah, it's forced I mean, conformity. Forced it's the yes. imposition. Yeah, that's what authoritarianism. And so these are the people. These are the very same people who think they're defending freedom. Correct. They yes. are I'll, I'll force the freedom on you. They're all dumb as a bunch of stumps. They're <laughs> they're attacking their own liberty. Correct. Yes. And just just think about it. If, if, if somebody reacts to me calling Republicans uh, stupid, y'all elected the Jewish space laser laser lady. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, right, yeah, absolutely. Louis yeah, Gohmert. Both mouth-breathing fish in a suit. That guy's a nutball. Absolutely. Yeah. He and is you, you crazy. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes. I got to do a whole podcast on Ted Cruz, that idiot. And when people like, say uh, uh, both sides are just as bad, you know, I'm like, you know, I can, we go through a list of dozens of Republican bad guys. Yeah. Can you find me anybody? on the the democratic or independent side any non-republican you can find me anybody that is as bad as most of the people on the republican side pick out any of them find me a democrat that is as bad as this one or this one or this one or this one <laughs> yeah i mean I'll, I'll give it to you there that's kind of a good point i will say as far as representatives go there's definitely a lot more uh looney tunes um for sure, on the, on the right, uh, 100%. The only thing, what the, bothers me about the left is this idea that uh, there's becoming this sort of like moral superiority, right? That used to be only on the right, but I'm seeing it on the left, and that's bothering me a little bit, right? This idea that, well, you, you're, we do the right thing, you don't know the right thing, you're canceled. You know, now I'm not trying to take that cancel culture is ruining everything. I don't believe that either. Not, I'm not saying I'm not, that either. I'm not but, down with that myself, you know, by the way. I mean, yeah. I'm unapologetically leftist. Sure. But I, I have to, I've said many times on stage that, you know, I don't agree with everybody about it. Of course. Anything. Yeah, exactly. That, that we're not, nobody good, good is going to believe, nobody's going to agree with anybody about everything. I agree. That, that just yes. doesn't happen. Yeah. So unless you I love Trump, lie with somebody where we have a common enemy and a common goal and a common interest. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we we don't also have disputes. Sure, significant. Of course, of you, course. You'll compartmentalize, deal with what you'll prioritize is probably a better way to put that. Yeah, yeah. I no, was having sure. dinner 
with a with a Muslim uh, who was managing somebody that I was debating. Now that my debate, that the guy I was debating, he was just a he, he's just a scam and a fraud, a professional liar. So, um, but his manager and I were having a, like a more meaningful conversation. We he was concerned about uh, impositions on religious freedom from the Republican right. Now he's a Muslim. This was right when they passed, you know, when, when they're, they're arguing for the Muslim ban and all of that sort yeah. of thing. And they're calling it the Muslim ban. Both sides. Yeah. Trump called it a Muslim ban. While Correct. his advocates are saying, it's not a Muslim ban. And then Trump says, yes, it's a Muslim ban. Early so, 2020, right? I believe. Uh, it was earlier than that. But but uh, oh. he and this guy and I, we're arguing. And I I, I said, you know, uh, you and I have these these religious differences and we will certainly argue that but on this other matter this political matter atheists are the strongest supporters of freedom of religion and that means that i have to i will i will disagree with your religion but you have the right to hold that religion and i am your champion to defend that right yeah i like yeah, that so again prioritize put things in their proper place sure yeah couldn't agree with that more absolutely yeah. Now, well they, they, one of the things about the left that I often hear is that you know we're supposed to be apologists for for Islam, and I I get criticism often, which is I think strange that I would get it. I got it yesterday. I got it today. Why are you always bashing Christians? How come you're afraid to bash Muslims? Why don't you debate Muslims? I'm like, I have a debate with a Muslim this weekend. I've had debates with Muslims in the past. I did a three and a half year long video series uh, with blog articles associated with it. On an infidel reads the Quran. My third book will be an infidel reads the Quran. I'm bashing Islam as much as any other atheist activist out there. Sure. So why are people saying, "Well, why am I afraid?" I went to Dubai and argued <laughs> against. What <Islam>. more? <laughs> what more do you got to do? Yeah, I don't. I yeah, don't know. Uh, yeah, and, and people think I'm <laughs> afraid. Yeah. What are, are there any religions? I'm a, I'm a Muslim apologist or something. Are, are there any religions uh, leaders that you haven't debated that you've wanted to? Well, I mean, there's there's shit tons of religions, so you'll, I'd never be able to get to everybody. Sure. Uh, and I, I don't know if there I was debated, like a wish list or something. A, I debated a Hindu a couple of years ago, and other Hindus were complaining that that guy was Bhakti. He wasn't a Vishnavite, or he wasn't a Brahmin, or whatever. He, you know, so. I'm I'm debating what they were considering an a, a, a lunatic fringe. Ah, uh, okay, I so see. So it's like if you if you gather up the in the Christian world, if you were to if you were to gather the great minds that represent Christianity from the philosophical superiority that they want to imagine that they have, and my debate challenger is Kant Hovind. So the, the Christians guy from would, would uh, feel, the Christians yes. would feel cheated. Is that that's Kent the uh, art guy, right? Or no? Is that the art the art guy? No, no, no. He, he even worse. Okay, even worse. He's he's a he's a small time carnival barker, uh, just 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 a convicted fraud. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and that's, that's really all he is. He's a professional sure. liar and a convicted fraud, uh, and he's an utter idiot. And most Christians would be embarrassed if this. If we have an atheist arguing against Christianity, and they say, "Well, who is who is he debating? Is it William Lane Craig? Is it you? no? It's Kent Kent Hovind. Oh, fuck me! <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> well, I was going to ask. It's what, like William Lane Craig was on CNN or something like that. He's on some some big news show. And uh, and they wanted to pit him against an atheist. And so whoever's working at the show at the time, and this was several years ago, uh, just Googled atheists. And I guess they just Googled whoever was was prominent on YouTube at the moment. And they happened to get some YouTuber who never, never represented atheism at all. He was just an extreme shock jock guy. But he had a big channel at the time. Yeah. I don't think he does anymore, but he had a big channel at the time. And so they put him and we're all thinking, oh, my, oh, my word. He's represented yeah. by this guy yeah. whose most famous video is when he shoved a banana up his own ass. <laughs> that... <laughs> oh, Banana Man representing us. Great. Oh, great. Could it, be, um... could it be that William Lane Craig goes up against anybody we anybody that we like in our in our group anybody that actually represents our views anybody that knows that that has done the background information and can present a, a valid argument any any of our qualified debaters no i mean it's, that's what i was going to ask is how the debates get set up that that's what i was asking like how you know is it a mixture of things of you you know in these debates just you know people setting it up i mean how do these debates get set up well, I was working with somebody yesterday on that. He he wants to bring me uh, to Alabama uh, to 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 talk to people in a church. He wants to reach the church audiences in Alabama because wow. he knows that they're getting they're given misinformation every day, all week long, every every month, every year. They're constantly misled. They're constantly lied to, and nobody has a proper education. So he wanted to set up where I could go and give a lecture on evolution in a church. Or on wow. atheism in a church. Wow, like, wow, wow. What, what, you, know, you may be very progressive, especially for Alabama, but churches are all about make-believe. They don't want to hear the other side. They don't care what the truth is. They're not about understanding. They're about pseudo-superiority and pretending that they're better than everyone else. So the only way that you're ever going to get somebody like me to speak in a church is if they've got their guy planted right next to me to try and counter everything I say. Yeah. And it's always got to be a live performance where you, where he can call up, where he can make claims about scientific papers and what he thinks they say. You know, if it was a written debate, I'd have a chance to read those papers. And I, and invariably when we do that, uh, I can always point out that, Hey, the, the paper you cited doesn't actually say what you said it did. It actually says quite the opposite of what you just said. Or you quote mind a single sentence that after the comma completely changes, but you cut it off at the comma sure, sure. because you knew that was going to happen. Because religion is inherently dishonest. Faith is the most dishonest position it is, a possible, it is possible to have because you're assuming things that are not evidently true. You're assuming them without reason. You're being completely convinced based only on an erroneous assumption of authority, and then you're refusing to ever accept correction, that you will never change your mind no matter how much proof there is. How dishonest is that? So the only way that you're going to get me to speak in a church in Alabama is if it's in the format of a live debate. That's it. 
So I'll only so the, the, the only thing I can do to counter the lies that these people have been fed every day of their lives is to get my five minute presentation or maybe 15 if I'm lucky. I get a 15 minute presentation, which will be immediately undermined sure. with a bullshit yeah. story where if you had a moment to check the facts, you're going to realize he's completely full of shit and everything he just said is wrong. But the truth doesn't matter to these people. It doesn't matter to religion at all. Yeah. If wow. if the truth mattered, they would be dispassionate. You know, you, you, there are people who are motivated by emotion. Lies are emotive. So if you are emotionally motivated, you are going to be duped by lies. If if the truth is all that matters to you, and you don't want to you don't want to be fooled into believing anything that isn't evidently to you, and you're tentative even about the things you do believe, well, then you're going to be very dispassionate about that. You're going to be very you're going to be very critical and the moment that i find I, you don't have to disprove something you know like like you know, the, the believers always want you, know, you can't disprove god i don't need to you don't have any support for it if, for same thing with me you don't have to disprove my position it's enough to realize that i was basing a belief on a piece of information that turned out to be erroneous so that support isn't there i've already stopped believing that if the support isn't there, it all comes down to is it supported or is it not? It's sure. much like going to a court trial. They can declare you guilty, but they can't declare you innocent. The best they can do is declare you not guilty. Not, not oh, interesting. So in science, okay, yeah. not supported is the same thing effectively as there's nothing there, there's no substance to the allegation. Yes. So okay, not supported means there's nothing to even consider. Come back when you can make a case. Has anyone ever told you anything in a debate that, you know, made you second guess yourself or a position or something? No, not in a debate. And it's, it's I have to say before I ever started doing, and I'm assuming you're, you're talking about a live, like live moderated stage debate. By the time I ever got to that stage, I had already heard every argument they have a thousand times over. So there wasn't anything sure. new I got to you. present. I got you. I mean, there was one guy who who did a thing. He said, we were, we were debating whether Christianity is dangerous. And he redefined what dangerous means. And he, he, he redefined basically the entirety of the debate. He, he was, he wasn't even arguing for Christianity. He was arguing for what, so what he called a, uh, um, implicit religiosity i think it was or something like that where where you hold a belief but you don't act on it and and it only and even he said that would be fine and he's right it would be fine if the entire community believes the whole believes the same thing so there's no contest of belief and nobody acts on that belief but the moment they do or the moment there's a conflict then it becomes dangerous and dangerous doesn't mean that it will hurt it means that it can potentially hurt Sure. So we just, let's just change all the definitions, change everything in the format so that we're not even debating the thing that we came to debate. That's interesting. That's an interesting debate uh, tactic, I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, could be smart, depending on how, on what side you're on, right? Uh, how are you looking at that? It, it, you know, it was <laughs> implicit. I don't know what word I said a moment ago, but it was implicit versus explicit religiosity, in which case implicit religiosity isn't even Christianity. It could be any religion. So. 
it's in every every religion is in the same category so how do we contrast christianity with anything else well now we have to act on it now we have to contrast it now we have to look at what christianity believes versus what anybody else believes and most religions are dangerous but christianity has a history of being excessively so it is the bloodiest religion in history absolutely there's no way to argue that um even christians say that i think at least the ones i know well some of them will yeah yeah, the ones I know are, are not afraid to look, I want to make it very clear that, um, you know, I, I don't I don't choose my friends based on who they vote for or what God they believe in or don't believe in. You know, that's yeah. just how I choose my friends. Um, I've been through a lot the past four years. I'm sure a lot of people have. And I just hit a point where I just said, you know, I really just don't care. Look, if you're nice to me, I'm nice to you. You know, I'm in Texas. We're in Texas. Like It's kind of the Texas way. Like it, Texas gets this like, you know, fame, fama, we would say in Spanish, like in the world of just being a certain way, right? Just stereotypes or whatever. And even in America, right? People have stereotypes of Texas. But the truth is people here are very nice and genuine. And, and if you're nice to them, they're nice to you, regardless of what's going on. Now, if you start to get in deep on a conversation, okay, maybe there could be some differences, but just face to face, service to service, right? Like it's good to go. I want to keep it that way, um, to be honest with you. I think we need more of that. I think we need more of being able to disagree and just get along, right? And just still go to dinner, still get drinks, still, you know, see each other for Thanksgiving, still see each other for, you know, the aunt's birthday party that we all need to go to. Like, okay, let's get back to life. Um, We're always going to have differences. I don't know what we're expecting. All of a sudden, we're all just going to get along and get together. Even the idea that these people have, well, we need two Americas. Okay, well, then what? Then you're going to need those split up into two, right? And then two again, and then two. It just, what are we talking about? I mean, I just don't understand. We have to not try to all get along and agree on everything. I think that's the problem. We all trying to, no, no, agree with me. Agree with what I said. Don't you see the point I make? Agree with me. Agree with Instead of you think that way, this is how I think. Let's yeah. let's get on. I mean, I don't I've, know. I've, I've lost a couple of friends in the last few years, uh, largely over politics. Sure. Uh, and it, it's the, the the difficulty is when you you when I was told, for example, that that you can't, but Trump didn't do anything wrong. He didn't he didn't break any law. So I show the specific statutes, multiple statutes that he broke in this one instance that he was talking about. We're not even talking about all the shit he did. Yeah. We're only talking about it in this one. On that day, these are yeah. the laws that he broke. <laughs> right? Totally. And here are, here totally. are the justifications. Here are the declarations written with a number of the, the statute is given a number. Here's the thing he did. And it was confirmed that he did that. But you know, you don't get an admission. There's never, oh, okay, well, you broke that law, I guess. No, no, no. That just never happens because you become a sycophant. Sure. So this friend of mine is never going to admit the truth. Sorry, I got you dead to rights. You're just, you're just going to delete me and, and I'm blocked now. No, that's and, that, and that's how our friendship ends. That's, that stinks. I mean, he can yeah. just say, look, I don't agree with you. Hey, you still want to get a beer on Thursday? But and then have there, it out. Yeah, there's I a point. Gotta... You, you may not agree with me, but we're talking about something we, that we can prove. It has. I I, I understand. Proved. Yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm saying on his part, I wish he could say, even if he wouldn't. Right, is not seeing the light. 
to still not want to throw you away as a friend. To me, he was never really a friend. Yeah, if we're going to argue about religion, because religion and politics are, are similar, but there is important difference. They're both irrational. They're both moral judgments. They're both, to a degree, controlling each other, uh, other people. Yeah. But sure. one is entirely fantasy. And the other one is necessary. You can't have any size group of people coexist without politics. Sure. Something has to something something has to govern how people interact with each other. There has to be some kind of system of law. There has to be some agreement within that populace as to what they're going to do or will allow or whatever. There has to be something. You can get 10 people on an island somewhere. You're going to get politics out of it by necessity. You can't not do that. And certainly when you have billions of people, you're going to have a political situation where you have to you have to analyze you have to be inclusive of everybody that you're that you're governing right that there has to be some agreement as to who's going to make the decisions there has to be some understanding as to how you know how who's going to get helped when they need help and who's going to provide that help and that sort of thing. you can't avoid this this is something we have to do if we want to be humanitarian we have to have politics yeah. but the problem is is that politics is also used to manipulate and to oppress and to deny and to criminalize people for things that, that are not crimes. Sure. Now, for, for me as an atheist, I would have to point out that, that, um, that atheism is a crime in some places and that blasphemy here in the United States, uh, blasphemy is not a crime. Blasphemy is a right. Yep. You know, and I advocate for that, but, you know, but in other places it's different because the politics are different in other sure. places, but you have to, you, you see, you don't like politics. I don't think anybody likes politics. Not a healthy person. <laughs> exactly. I agree. You know, yes. I, can, well, I can be interested in it. I can be yeah. fascinated by it by the same reason that I can study serial killers. Doesn't mean I'm going to go kill somebody. It's just I'm, I'm I just can't believe that Charles Manson did manipulated the people in his family the way that he did. How the fuck does that work? You know? Yeah. No, absolutely. Like that. It's totally necessary. I mean, absolutely. We need po we need boring politics. All right, we need to get it back to, boring, nice to boring politics. Yes, we don't need this Marjorie Taylor Greens and people out here trying to be celebrities. That's what ruins politics. You know, how many followers do I have on Twitter? It's like you don't even represent the people you represent. Here's something I thought about politics recently. I'm curious your opinion. I'm tired of hearing politicians' opinions. That's all we ask of that. What's your opinion on that? What's your what's your take on that? I don't give a fuck what your take is. What do your constituents say and what are you doing for them? That's what you need to be doing, what they think. That's what we elected you for, not what your opinion is. Well, I'm not going to vote on this because I don't think. I don't give a fuck what you think. I'm tired of hearing their opinions. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just tired of hearing their opinions on shit. Like they can yeah, give us their, a, right? Like I just. Representative. Yes, a representative. a representative. Democratic Republic. Correct. And, and that that's all they do. Put them on the news and. Here's their opinion. Oh, what's your opinion on this? What do you think about that? Why are we asking who gives it? That's we've empowered them in a sense that my opinion matters and people will vote against their constituents all the time. All the time they do that because they yeah. think they know the right, you know, way to go. Oh, please. It's a handshake deal you made somewhere. Something you're paying I, I back. To, I have to preface this, what I'm about to say, because people aren't going to understand it. Um, I 
do not like Hillary Clinton. I never liked Hillary Clinton. So I, I have to vote Democrat because I'm not insane or evil. Yeah, I vote Democrat but, too. <laughs> but I don't Just like I Hillary to. Clinton. Yeah, me neither. That said, that said, she said something that revealed one of the reasons that I don't like Hillary Clinton in a statement that made me respect her as a politician. Interesting. And that was what her stance on, uh, I think it was gay marriage, that she she personally is against homosexuality, but she's not, she's a representative politician, which means she has to vote the way that her, so she says she has the personal her, and then she has the public representative her. So she's going to vote for what the constituents want, want not what she wants. There you and I'm go. like, well, maybe there, this may be a rare exceptional case for her. But I like that exception. I like that she says, okay, well, I'm personally against it because I'm an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to do my fucking job. Correct. <laughs> yes, I couldn't agree with that more. That's it. That's it. That's how it should be. I have this belief. But this is what my people are saying, because that's what you're there for. We didn't put you into place so you can just be your own little let's do your opinions and shit. Like, I'm just I'm yeah, it, it drives me <laughs> nuts every time I turn on and just hear. Well, I think, well, I think, well, I think, oh, good God. I mean, I just don't even watch that shit anymore, you know, like at all. Uh, you know, it's funny. Um, I, I, I can't say this publicly, but I know the Clinton family. And I can't say how or why publicly, but maybe sometime off the air, I'll tell you what I know. And it's not good, to be honest with you. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff that's kind of just made me realize that they're all corrupt, dude. They're all just um, out there to hook everyone up around them. I, that's again, how it I, works. I, and I it's family stuff that gets passed down. And I, I just like, if one side tries to tell me, no, we're the better people, no, you're not. But what I will do is vote for things that I want to see in place. And right now, the Democrats put up things that I want to see in place. So I vote Democrat. That's well, the Democrats I... are backing things that we yeah, want. Yeah, they back see. things that I want to see. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, see, I, I'm not, I don't, I have to be a Democrat in that when I ran for public office in Texas, I had to run as a Democrat because it wasn't possible to run as an independent. I have to vote as a Democrat because you don't even get in the primaries sometimes. If you, in some states, for some elections, you can't even vote in the primaries if you're not in one of the two parties because it's set up to be a two-party. Oh, I didn't know that. What? So you, yeah, you, you have to be registered Republican to vote in the Republican primary, for example, here in Texas. You can vote that for an independent. stupid. And you, you can vote in the Democratic Party and you can still vote for an independent, but there you yeah, but that I don't remember what the what the stipulation was in Texas because Texas does some things weird, and you can't always vote for an independent. You can't always run as an independent. You're not going to get any support if you're an independent. You've got to be the one side or the other because everybody thinks binary. Sure. Right? So wow. Yeah. So there's that. Um. But I've had to vote Republican, and I I knew that I didn't like George H. W. Bush already. Uh, and it wasn't just because he said that he didn't think that atheists were citizens because this is a, a, a you know America founded by God or whatever. It wasn't just because of that stupid thing that he said. Um, there was a time when I when I liked Bill Clinton when he was first running for office and he's playing his saxophone and he's lying about whether he inhaled the marijuana. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I mean, there was, there was a time when I liked him, but it didn't last. And although I, I have hated Republican presidents for being evil and corrupt and stupid, um, from Nixon and Reagan and and H. W. Bush and W. Bush and and yeah. certainly fucking um, Trump, Donald Dumbass, my least favorite president until Donald Dumbass was Bill Clinton. Oh wow! I hated him. Wow! I hated him because he was an obvious, overt liar. Hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. And I, yes. I just can't. He's that charming Sorry. Southern liar, liar, right? He's got that charm that lies straight to you with a smile, and you, you know. Yeah. You know. And it wasn't even a, the Monica yeah. Lewinsky thing. It was other yeah. things. Sure. That came before that that made me hate him. Well, his whole run up to Arkansas again. The things I know, I, I can't really. I just can't say in public. The movie Wag yeah. the Dog. But yeah. Was not about a Republican president. It was about Bill Clinton. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I love that movie. It was based on scandal things that were going on about Bill Clinton. So you have a a sudden you you get allegations of misconduct and suddenly you've got an eruption of another newsworthy item that happened in the Middle East again. It just coincidentally happens at that moment. Uh, That sort of thing. And then the thing that, that really, really set me off more than anything else was Rosa Parks. She's at a some big event that that bill clinton was doing with is a huge like the you're talking the rosa parks the rosa parks yes okay so she's sitting there and he he give he shouts he gives her a shout out from the stage and there's secret service all standing around her and uh, she's sitting there she didn't stand up like everybody else she's sitting there and he said oh she can just sit right there it'd be fine but the secret service dragged her to her feet jesus Christ. they made her stand they made her stand to show respect for Bill Clinton. What in the fuck? Yeah. He's not a king for fuck's sake. Yeah. I mean, that's this crazy. Is Rosa fucking Parks here. That's Rosa Parks. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And, and not only that, they probably had her sitting in the back of the place, right? Like, come on, y'all. Well, no, no, bring no, her up to the front. I don't think she was in the back by any means. Oh, but it, but, okay, but well. the thing was, they, did the, they made her stand. Yes, that's they horrible. Just, uh, absolutely. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. And, and it's, I know it's all symbolism absolutely was i found it hugely irritating that's that's insulting Um, yes yes and it was just there was something about bill clinton that you you can tell that he's fake you can tell that he's lying that he's that he's he's certainly corrupt uh and i just i hated him as a president i'm somebody who votes democrat i had voted for bill clinton sure and then and then realized shortly thereafter i hate that man yeah i would give him credit for what he did to the to the the budget and so forth. I mean, because I mean, what you what you typically end up with is the Democrat comes in and the economy is already shot to shit, and then the Democrat takes over and he gets blamed for the economy already being shot to shit, sure. and then it's better and better. And so when he leaves, the Republican comes in and claims credit for the the, the economy being good again before they shoot it to shit. Yeah. So we see this this cycle. Over and over again. Let's bring back Reaganomics. Because look how much we fucked everything up last time we did that. Trickle down. <laughs> the rich people will take care of you. We just got to, really? We, why haven't they done it so far? What does that mean? I don't, I don't. 
it's just such a weird uh, uh, mental gymnastics. People try to get you to vote for certain things, right? That this will yeah. happen if you do that. It's like, okay, uh, what do you yeah, think so about I mean, Trump? Uh, it's not. It's running. not that I think Democrats are good guys. Sure, the Republicans aren't necessarily bad guys. The Republic. I have to tell. I told my mother that the Republican Party that you're voting for now is not the party that it was when I was born. Yeah, hundred percent. They're completely opposite. They've yes. changed their positions on so many things. If I was already a voting adult in the year that I was born, I would have been a proud Republican then. Sure. But shit has changed. Dramatically changed. Yeah, and and like Ted Cruz said that, um, Ted Cruz said that the Democrats are the party of the KKK. The year I was born, that was true. You know, 1962, that was a, that was a true statement. But every Klansman is a Republican now. Of course. What are we talking about? Absolutely. That, that, exactly. If you're the KKK, I mean, think about that. If you're a white supremacist or KKK, you're probably voting Republican. That should tell you probably? something. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yes, you are more than likely voting Republican. Yeah, exactly. That should tell you something. Um, there's something odd about that. Um, what What do you think about Trump announcing his presidency yesterday and like DeSantis and that whole thing? Like, do you see that being an issue for him? Or uh, the the only issue that I that I have is why hasn't the DOJ indicted him yet? Absolutely. What the fuck? Absolutely. Is, what, what are you doing? I, I they say does, it's coming any day anything? now. Does they say it's coming. Anymore. I agree. You're right. You're right. It's not, it's well, not, not for time. him. It was time. It was, time was to indict Years him. ago. Yes, I agree. Um, I don't think it's ever going to happen. I really don't. If I think it hasn't he is, happened I, already. I think he's fuck? above Why the law. Are just going to let that slide? Yeah, they are. They're going to let it slide. The All the shit they showed on the... the... He tried to establish yeah. himself as a dictator. People <laughs> yeah. died. Yes. Yes. The absolutely. fuck are you doing? Yep. Yep. Documents. I mean, right. We could go down the line um, of all the things that he's done. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. I just don't see it happening. I just don't see it happening. I just, he yeah. truly is above the law. I hate to say that, but he truly is above the law. Now I don't think he's going to win the presidency. I'm not even sure he'll win the nomination for the primary Republican primary. No, he's, I don't think he's going to do either one. No. Which but for whatever be crazy. reason, he hasn't been indicted yet. And that, yes. that irritates the fuck out of me. No, me too. Um, again, they keep saying it's going to happen. I just read an article yesterday about the January 6th committee um, going to put some pressure because he hasn't responded at all to the uh, subpoena or his lawyers haven't responded either. So they haven't tried to work anything out Does or he anything. Just, he just doesn't have to go. Yeah, I guess. No, he's supposed to. By law, he has to show up. But he's Donald Trump. He doesn't have to. Exactly. So he's just like, he just ignores it. He literally just ignores it. He doesn't no, say. Yeah, it's crazy. He he just does this all the time. He just ignores it. He just does act like they didn't send me nothing. I mean, he, just like he took the documents. Those are my documents. I took them. Like, what do you mean? I mean, he just he just blatantly does the things out in the open and people can't believe it right like that's what's been so crazy about donald trump and he's done that you since the beginning you can't prosecute him if he confessed to the crime <laughs> while doing it yeah as like if it wasn't a crime <laughs> yes that's the problem if he was he's bragging so... about what he did because he thought it was a great strategy yeah yeah he's um <laughs> it's like when uh hillary clinton told him in the debates uh 
well, you cheat on your tax or something. He said, yeah, I'm smart. <laughs> He's like, he just has the perfect response. I hate to give it to him, but he just sometimes has the perfect responses to the, the perfect asshole response. Like if you were just destined to be a complete asshole and go against everything, then that's who you need to be. Then that he just said, well, I'll do that. Forget, forget have being a good person or like any sort of moral, you know, forget it. I'll do it. I'll do what it takes to be everyone's leader, this cult leader. You know, I'll do that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. Um, but I do see it waning big time. All of his supporters on the right are almost instantly going against him now, instantly after the midterms and saying things like, well, he's just crude and, th and saying all the things that we've been saying for six years. Like you just now noticed that like he's not loyal. He, he's, he talked bad about me. He did that. Dude, what are you? Why is he name calling that? Literally, why, Candace Owens said that Mike Pence. Why did Mike Pence? Not speak out against Trump. I, I, that's a good question. Fear of he was, his, he, was it his a people of days ago. Yeah. And, and, and do you support Trump as a, as a president? And he, and he he's like, well, that's going to be up to the American people. Now we asked you. Yeah, men you. threatened to kill you and your family. And you're gonna. You, what did he, I didn't see that interview? Pussy. You, what did he say to the? He's a complete pussy. Yeah, he really is. I mean, he really is. Yeah, he's like Ted Cruz, right? When when Trump was attacking Ted Cruz, and he was just like, oh. Just fucking, you goddamn Ted Cruz supposed to be a Texan, motherfucker. He just made fun of your wife, your mother. He said your dad shot J JFK. Like, say something. Yes. Yeah, Ted yeah. Cruz is not a Texan. Ted well, Cruz is Canadian. <laughs> yes. I, I, I actually didn't know that. I didn't know he was from Canada. I didn't know that. Uh, well, so. I mean, he, he, he was born in the U.S., I think, but, uh, he, but he, he, was, he spent his youth uh, in, Canada. In, in Canada, there's nothing Texan about Ted Cruz. Oh, I couldn't agree with that more. Just, a, yeah, just he, he's just he, a representative here. That's it. And like, every that's I've never Texan. heard a good thing about him, and I've I've heard the name Ted Cruz coming up for decades about how he how he stops the function of the government because he wants to impose some religious legislation or some such thing. He's just an impediment to progress, and that's it. I agree. Just look at what happened during the the snowpocalypse. Should tell you everything you need to know about fucking Ted Cruz. Yeah. You know, Cancun Cruz. So, um, well, listen, Aaron, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, man. What um, you have any, you said you have that debate coming up. Anything you want to let people know about that you have coming up that you want them to check out? Uh, yeah, well, I, I do, I do activism full-time. This has been my gig for, since like 2014 this has been my full-time thing so i do need all the support i can get i i'm i'm not a rich man and it is a, it is a struggle to, uh, to to keep going so of course uh please take a look at my patreon patreon.com forward slash a-r-o-n-r-a uh and uh i i could i could use a bunch more donors awesome yeah. well there you go you heard it folks let's get on there let's get on this patreon uh, absolutely, man. Of course. Um, and your YouTube channel, of course, I, I, I still watch a lot of your stuff, man, on Facebook and, um, and on YouTube and, and that shit. Yeah, for sure. I still, uh, check out a lot of the stuff you do. So, um, uh, no, that's awesome. Um, 
Great. Well, good luck on this debate you have coming up. Um, I'm, I'm hopefully uh, you're able to get some, you know, some ideas going for this. Um, and your yeah. snake collection, I saw, man. I know um, I, I actually wanted to come and, and film at it because I'm here locally, you know, here in Dallas, too. And I just know your fans have been recently loving all the stuff. And I've been seeing all the stuff you've been getting into with snakes and stuff, which I personally am. Not, I wouldn't say I'm not a fan of snakes. I'm terrified of something of the unknown, right? I've never been around them. So I'm, I'm terrified of that. Uh, well, it's really, I'm, it's really my wife's, there. my wife's hobby, but I oh, mean, really? I've, had, I've often, I've often had snakes myself and I've, I've, I've had reptiles. I've, I've had lizards and, and such. And so she, she's had a few lizards and now she's moving on to snakes and I'm supportive of her hobby is, is, you know, so it's not really my, Oh, I thought collection. it was your your thing oh, well, going it, on. Oh, okay. It's more about her her thing. She's she's getting the snakes and all that, but um, you don't mind them. I I like them. She's she's bought me, uh, she's bought me three or four of them. So and you I, put them I around do. you. You let them crawl on you. No problem. The the one I the, my my most recent acquisition, uh, and and the only pricey snake that i have i mean uh, th this one is a beauty it's a it's a false water cobra uh he's cobra? a little bit over a little bit over six feet long and what? uh it when i bought him he, he's a stout boy too uh, and when i bought him he was uh, he's just very very calm and it takes him a couple of weeks to adapt when they when they move into a new place you know new digs and new smells and everything it takes them a, at least a couple of weeks to get settled if they're certainly if they're adults like he is so i haven't handled him since i got him here but uh he he is mildly venomous he does have fangs that are rear fangs but you know they're fangs nonetheless and and he's a big snake so i don't want to get bit and more important than that he's never bitten anyone and i don't want to get I don't, I don't want to be the first person sure. <laughs> to get bit by a snake that's never bitten anybody in three years. Yes. Um, so I want to give him the time, the, the, the full two weeks before we get back into the handling thing. And very often snakes are defensive when you take them out of their enclosure. They're, they're defensive of their enclosure once they've adopted it as theirs. So there's that always... Makes sense. Yeah. It, so when you go to pick the snake up, it, it can be a little awkward. Then, but then once they, they have them up on your hands, then it, the, the mood completely changes. And they can be very, very friendly. And we have a couple of snakes that have gotten to the point where they're kind of where they're asking to come out. You know, they're crawling up the glass. You know, they open the door, let me out. You know, oh, and interesting. They, they are curious. They like to go exploring. He's very curious, and I like him a lot. So I, I can't. I, I will once once we get him adapted to the new digs and everything. We we'll, we'll do the hand taming thing a little bit better and get get him back on a proper feeding schedule because they won't usually eat when they move into a new place right away either. So, I mean, it, it very often takes a little while before they, well, they'll even take food. But once we get him set up, you're going to see him on my videos, I'm sure, because he's amazing. I, wow. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, he, I, I, I had him around my neck uh, and you know, oh. carrying him around. Uh, we went to a brewery and we had a it was a nice nice warm day. We have him out on the table and everything. Just the whole family and this giant snake sitting in the, in the middle of the table. And it was really wow. nice. Wow. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Holy cow. I saw this video online of this woman. Now, he's a TikTok, believable cobra, by the way. When he, when what he, does that mean? Believable. What does that mean? Oh, he looks like a cobra. People thought, oh, he was okay. A cobra. I got you. I got so you. People thought he was a cobra when they first saw him, but then uh, I saw him hood up 
and I got a picture of it because I don't expect to see that kind of behavior in him because they hood up the same way when they're doing their threat display. When you say hood up, you mean he does a cobra hood. He raises the, up, the, does yeah. The, he looks like a cobra. Wow, fucking! So it's a, it's very believable. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> holy shit! If you didn't know that false water cobras exist, and you saw him do that, you back the fuck away. <laughs> I need a move like that in real life, you know, where I do something that just makes people oh, back up, you know. Oh I'm shit! Sorry. Yeah, I'm You're sorry. Right. Let me yeah. Excuse you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, where'd you learn that, my snake? Uh, no, that's that's uh, that's just crazy. Yeah, I saw this video online of this woman pulling the snake out of the enclosure, like you were saying, right? And she's it's it, it's it's coming up the glass kind of when you said oh it's coming up the glass like it wants to come out so i think that's what she was thinking and she has this stick right that i guess she uses and it comes up on her hand and then she's like oh hey what's going on and i could tell immediately she was nervous like this isn't good he's making an aggressive and dude it latched right onto her hand immediately and just swung around her body and then this other guy came in they just spent the whole time trying to get that unlocked and he kept trying to like bring her shoulder in and she was losing she couldn't breathe it was closing off like blood circulation in the air like this i was like oh my god that snake is insane uh but you know and she nervous, said afterwards like not good. that's what you got to deal with yeah sometimes it's not good because the snakes can read your emotions better than you think uh it's it's like those movies where you know there was somebody can touch you when they physically touch you they they know what you're thinking right well the snakes are very good at their 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 they they're very sensitive to vibration and so forth and so if you're nervous they feel they that. can tell if you're if you're scared if you're angry um i had a snake strike at me because i'm trying to i was trying to pick it up and my dog just when he hears a noise outside he's got to go full on it can't just be uh it's another noise like we hear every other day no it's it's got to be the russians are invading right it's, it's got to be the, the ultimate it's good. We we're going to DefCon, but <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, it has to be, and I, I'm so irritated at hearing this five times a day. It's the fucking mailman. Figure totally. it out. Stop <laughs> it. Right. So I yelled <laughs> at the dog, out. and the snake freaked out because I'm picking up the snake at the moment that I yelled at the dog. It just sure. Shouldn't it have that. that. Something I shouldn't have done. But the snake. But I'm not even yelling at the snake. I'm yelling at the dog. Yeah. And and the snake is the snake is catching it most through from you know my my what the feeling the vibrations that he's feeling through me because they don't sure. hear the way we do they don't have external ears they don't even have the middle ear they hear more through their jaw so it's, it's all vibrations it's all the, like the low frequency stuff wow so he, 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 can, he can tell when you're angry and so yeah. now the snake thinks i'm angry at him so you wow. have to be, you have to be careful when you're handling these things remember that they can read your emotion a little bit better than we give some animals credit for yeah, absolutely. That and that's what would frighten me too. Uh, I remember my nephew had a birthday party like a year ago at at this aquarium thing, and they put a snake on him, you know, and took the picture and all that stuff. And I and they were like, oh, "You want to do it too?" I was like, "Hell no!" I mean, I I was like shaking. I thought that's gonna make the animal nervous. And he'll buy it, like it'll be my fault. I know that, so I don't want to get in there. Uh, I wish I had the strength, man, to to do that because they are beautiful animals, but. I don't know if I could ever girl. get myself we were, over that. I, I really we were don't. at a conference, and there was some some snake handlers or the snake pe the people that had big snakes. Uh, the, one of the snakes that they had, they had a red tail boa, and they had an anaconda. Oh my and god! They brought the anaconda. And this this girl, she weighs all of a dollar. 
that's <laughs> that's like that's like it right <laughs> this uh, itty bitty hundred pound woman and she's got this huge fucking anaconda on her and uh the snake she, it's it's supported on her shoulders her tiny little narrow shoulders but then one side of the snake starts to fall and so i i lean in to catch the snake from falling but it's a quick move because i have to catch the snake before it falls I but the snakes are sensitive to movement, so you move quick, and the snakes saw me as an as an attacker. Oh the next thing God. I know, I've got tooth holes from an anaconda in my arm. What in the which fuck? I proudly showed off to everybody because how often you get to brag that you were bitten by an anaconda? Holy shit! Jesus <laughs> Christ! Are you kidding me? <laughs> that is insane. I just can't even imagine. I honestly, it is just I can't because, even... as I said. I moved too fast. I yeah. didn't want the snake to get hurt, but I guess the snake figured out also that it wasn't an attack. He'd already bitten me, but then realized it's not an attack and let's go and everyone, we're all good again. And I could just, you know, lift the snake back onto her shoulders. It's dealing with, we're not, I don't have, a, apart from the my false water cobra, I don't, I don't have anything that's venomous at all. Well, Bearded dragons and green iguanas and varanids are now classified as venomous where they didn't used to be, but they're mildly venomous. Garter snakes are now classified as venomous. Oh, wow. Mildly. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. this isn't a mild venom thing. You know, the only issue really with him is that, that there are fangs involved. <laughs> Absolutely. Not big, impressive rattlesnake fangs, not like that, but still, it, I, I don't, I'm not interested in having holes punched in me. I and think I, I would have passed out. Have, Especially Instantly. don't want an animal that, that has never bitten anybody to bite somebody. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. It gets yeah, the so taste I'm, of so blood I'm, now. I, it, it's going to be a little bit of time in the new digs to get him to where he's as comfortable as he was when I bought him. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that, uh, those videos of that, uh, from a distance. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, that's cool, man. What a cool, um, I always respect people that can do those sorts of things. I, I just don't yeah, have If you're interested in snakes, we do We do also have a breeding pair, although it's going to be a couple of years before they can start producing. We do have a breeding pair of, I have, I have a breeding pair of Russian rat snakes. And the Russian rat snakes get six to eight feet long, about the same size as a bull snake, which I also have. Um, but the uh, the Russian rats are considered the golden retriever of pet snakes. And the funny thing is, when we go to all of these reptile conventions, nobody has a Russian rat snake. They're beautiful. They're really pretty snakes. I mean, they're, they're blue black with uh, with like bright yellow lightning bolts. Well, ours in our case, we ours are high yellow, so they're special more if they have the bright yellow lightning bolts. Usually, they're dull yellow lightning bolts. But oh, that's cool. They, they tend to be even in the wild. They tend to be pretty friendly. They're pretty easy to handle, and they're not remotely dangerous at all. They, they could bite the hell out of you and it wouldn't, you wouldn't even feel it. So. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, you know, yeah. my so dogs, if you're, if I don't you're know tentative about snakes. If this is, if you, this would be a really good one to start with. Oh no, I, I would never have a snake in my house. I, I couldn't do that. I, 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 there's no way. I, I absolutely not. I, I, there's just no way I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. I'd be getting up, checking, make sure it didn't get out all the time. I would be constantly concerned about that. Did it get out? I'd be fortified beyond belief. It would honestly, it wouldn't live a good life. Probably. I, I would be the worst owner. I wouldn't pull it out. Much, right. Like you don't want a guy like me. You want someone like you that like, yeah, let's go. Let's play. Let's get out. If you bite me, no problem. Not me. 
yeah. Plus, I got two yeah. dogs. Well, you have dogs, so that's interesting. Um, I got two dogs. I, you know, they they're like yours. Like they just bark. Yeah, you know, cats you can't trust because cats will just wait till the moment that you're not looking. They'll pretend that they're not interested in whatever that is, and then the moment that they know that you're not looking, they'll attack it. <laughs> fucking cats man yeah fucking cats fucking God yeah but it. my dogs are my i did i think my dogs understand pretty well that the things that i'm that i'm holding that i'm loving and that, you know that i'm sure that i'm showing that this thing is a precious thing to me the dog is not going to do anything to that that animal. sure sure yeah my dogs have been around a couple snakes so i had a pond in austin and you know snakes would come they knew to stay away they they kind of bark from a distance and just never really went after it, which was interesting because they get kill everything else that came in the yard. But the snake was like, nope, not gonna fuck with that thing. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's fast. <laughs> yeah, I mentioned that the false water cobra makes it plays a convincing cobra. Um, yes. My bull snake is kind of a false rattlesnake in the same way. The bull snake it has... looks very much like a. It really looks like a rattlesnake. Wow. And when you go into if, if he's not in a good mood, his threat display is to rattle his tail. Oh, and he'll rattle that. it against leaves or against the side of the glass or whatever. They they, they do the tail shaking thing, and he he coils up. He does goes into the rattlesnake strike. But he, oh he looks like a god. rattlesnake. Oh my god, that would just scare <laughs> the living shit out of me. I just, ooh, I don't know, man. That just like that that yes, I just like just thinking about it just just thinking about it right now i'm not even anywhere near a snake and i feel something in my body right now like oh gosh yes but they're beautiful when i go to the zoo or something and i see the snakes i mean they're just gorgeous he's big what they're we, just beautiful we have some pretty ones they are beautiful uh, they really are just beautiful you know are they considered animals well yeah an animal is is any uh, multicellular eukaryote with an internal digestive tract. Okay, yeah, that's the definition I was going to use too. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> you're so smart, Art. I'm you know, I'm the idiot over here. I'm like, are those animals? Listen to me <laughs> asking these questions. Is that are we alive? Like, <laughs> oh my God, I apologize. Uh, listen, I, I, I don't have to be smart. The people I bring on I, are smart. I talked okay? to a science teacher, <laughs> a middle school science teacher who told me who, who, uh, it, she, she thought that snakes were invertebrates, that they didn't have backbones. Interesting. Yeah. I that, could was, see, that was an amusing conversation. And another I could one see maybe where you thought that. Yeah. <laughs> See, see, see how one dumb person relates to another dumb person. We're like, I could see that. I could get, I could understand that. <laughs> uh, that I'm like, funny. man, um, they're almost all backbone. <laughs> yeah, they're li literally, it's all backbone. They could literally be called backbone. They're the backbone <laughs> of the animal kingdom is literally what we say. Uh, oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yes. Look, uh, how many times have you, well, I don't know for me that this does happen every once in a while where you just, you, you learn something at your age, right? Where you're like, why have I not known that my whole life? You know, like how did I just learn that right now? Um, I feel like that happens to me a lot and I don't know what, what it is. Just, it, it's just one of those things, you know, life. Uh, well, good, man. Uh, again, thank you so much for coming on. I'm glad we got it figured out with the time. I am going to look into StreamYard, actually. We we talked about it, so FYI. 
um, I don't know. We, we, you know, just always use Zoom. I don't know. Just been, just yeah. been stuck in the in the process of it, to be honest. But we've had issues, so we have wanted to look at something else, and I have looked at Streamyard. So thanks again, man, for coming on. This was just awesome as always. I, I super enjoy our conversations. Just talk to great. talk to Jimmy Snow. He he. I suggested Streamyard. He suggests other things because he uses OBS. And so he he routes through a different way, but I don't remember what oh, program he used. He uses OBS too. Yeah. I mean, we don't do it live, right? It's all to be put up later. Like we edit it and, and put it up later. So really, I just need whatever's best for that. You know, I don't need yeah. to stream, quote unquote, anything, you know, just need to make sure I get this right, which actually this was great. This looks great. I actually started using the new uh, iPhone webcam. So what you're seeing is from my iPhone. I don't know how good it looks to you, but like when we see it on the final thing, it, it looks you've great. You've got a very good quality picture. And likewise, I bought my phone specifically for the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Because That's I, why I, I, got I needed, it I knew I was going on Safari. I needed a good camera. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh man. Safari, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, for sure. Well, awesome, man. Look, um, again, thank you so much for, for coming on. This was great as always. And um, yeah. Check out Aaron on Patreon. You already said that. We'll put links in the description, all that, your YouTube, and, and of course, all that. And your social media, right? You're on Facebook the most, right? Not on I Instagram I, or I TikTok liked, or... I never liked Twitter. I, I mean, I, yeah. I tweet sometimes, but hardly ever. I mean, I, I generally use Facebook. Right on. Well, Elon's, for, for necessity, maybe. I have to use it in, you know, to, to do networking. Sure, of course. Well, now that Elon owns Twitter, maybe you'll come back. I don't know. Well, I'm not on there, so I don't know. I don't really care for it. <laughs> it, did, it did nothing for me. Oh, Elon bought yeah. it. Okay, great. I haven't you used know, it before. Before Elon bought it, it was already bad. Yeah, it was already bad. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. That's awesome. Awesome, man. Well, again, thank you so much for, for coming on. This was amazing. Um, if you ever need anything, please feel free to reach out um, uh, very close. So thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Good night. Thanks, brother. You've been listening to the Lone Star Play podcast with your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. For more info, go to lonestarplate.show.